Welcome to another episode of I'm Already Tired with your hosts, Heather and Katie. Whether you're starting your day with us or just finished the longest day of your life, take a deep breath and join us because we're already tired. Welcome back to another episode of I'm Already Tired, episode five. Woo woo! woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> Heather and Katie here. We are back at it. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out this whole podcasting thing. <laughs> Confuses the hell out of me. Um, so today's episode, we are talking about social media mm-hmm. and imposter syndrome. We'll get to that part. But for social media, I feel like there's such a huge draw to it in our yes. culture. Like you can't, it's really hard to not participate, I think. It's a weird time. Well, I feel like at this point in time, at least like one of the reasons I haven't like quit social media I know people like New Year's resolution they're like oh I'm gonna delete my Facebook or you know I'm only gonna check it once a day or something is because I feel like one that's where I find out a lot of like events that are happening that I don't know about or I watch fun videos on them about you know puppies or whatever oh yeah but then also too like some of the groups I'm a part of it's like the oh. information you get through like the groups that you've joined on Facebook. I like that's where I get my a lot of in my information like either for your job or for like hobbies or stuff like that or like I know you're part of mom's groups mm-hmm. like 100%. All they're those super things. helpful. So it's like that catch 22 of I want to keep those things but I want don't want like the rest of it. Yeah, I think the new setting on the phone that tells you how much time you're spending oh, like yeah. of screen time a week. Mm-hmm. I got a notification over the weekend and it was like, hey, your screen time was down 12% last week. <laughs> like, great job. And I was like, what was I doing last week that made me go on my phone? <laughs> what did I change? Yeah. Yeah. It's a trippy thing because I 100% love being a part of those groups. Yeah. Like, I'm a part of a cricket crafting group which if you don't know what a cricket is it is a die cutting silhouette machine so basically whatever designs i create i can make them into either stickers with vinyl or like iron-ons and stuff like that um i definitely bought it because there was a concert t-shirt that i made a design for and zazzle wouldn't let me print it because it said the name of the artist on it Mm. and i was like i'm not selling these i just want this shirt to commemorate my time so i bought one and they're so crazy helpful and all the people are so talented oh totally um yeah and there's definitely we have like a design nerds one from my graduating college class that's awesome and the breastfeeding moms one is like invaluable i check it every morning just to see like what's new and happening and i haven't necessarily posted on it very much yet like i've commented on others but i haven't had a question that i direly needed answered yeah um but i feel like it's such a good resource to have especially when it's all these other people going through it too i think Mm -hmm. i'm part of a bay area moms one and a first time moms one yeah. yeah, I mean it's it's nice too because like 
that gets people not just from your area i mean the bay area ones for Mm -hmm. like people in the bay area but like the other ones could be like nationwide globally like who knows where all these people are coming from so it's kind of nice to be able to like reach out to people that you would not usually come in contact otherwise because they may have great ideas or they may have great information for you yeah actually the person that sent it to me was my girlfriend's sister and she lives in philadelphia oh well there you go and so she was like this was super helpful when i had my kids Mm -hmm. and it was it's a really great way to know we're kind of connected even though we're more of acquaintances Mm -hmm. but it's kind of like a common shared bond really yeah and it's awesome well and it's nice too because it's like you you can go on those platforms and just kind of like something you've been thinking about a question or like you know hey guys what do you think about x y and z and you can get a ton of answers quickly versus you know if you're trying to text all your friends who knows when they'll get back to you on it or they may not like if you were sending me a breastfeeding question i'd be like i don't know because yeah haven't done it no, so absolutely. it's it's nice to have just kind of like a sounding board mm-hmm. and there's been a couple input. different times where somebody will comment something that i find extremely relevant so i'll just mm-hmm. comment on it and say following yeah and then it gives you notifications when somebody does go to respond or have more information so it's nice to be able to check back on that yeah totally Sorry, Maisie's climbing up my leg she's like hey mom what are you doing she's part of girl time tonight yes the bunny <laughs> no but like I definitely that is the major reason why I don't think I've pulled the trigger on just being like I'm done with it yeah but does not have a Facebook yeah and I've had people message me on Facebook being trying like, to get a hold of him yeah I'm like ugh People do that with my mom, with my dad. <laughs> Apparently, it's, yeah. a thing. it's a thing. Yeah, I, and I'm like, who is this person? That's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, awesome. I'm like, what? Yeah, but also Facebook helps me with birthdays because I cannot yes. remember a date to save my life. Yes, so I'm 100%. like, I, it's just nice. Even if I know the date, sometimes you just get lost oh, in the totally. weeks, and you're like, oh my god, it's already like w- tomorrow that you know this person has a birthday, and so it's just a nice way to kind of remind you where you are in time yeah it was really funny actually last week our friend luke had his birthday and i was honestly like driving to work thinking like hey i need to text luke before i forget yeah and then it popped up on my apple watch Mm -hmm. with the facebook notification and it was like remember today's luke's birthday and i was like apparently this was a sign because i need to text him right now before i forget because i 100 percent will yeah i check him like every once in a while because it'll be like birthday's coming up this month just mm-hmm. so i like kind of get it in my mind like okay i have to remember to go get a card for this person or text this person on their birthday you so get a card oh my god you're so not good. I, like luke didn't get a card he got a text he got a very <laughs> nice text and an invitation to be on the podcast for next week so you will be hearing from luke soon but no i mean just it's because yeah i mean other than like your birthday and like mm-hmm. Michelle's birthday and Rachel's birthday, like ugh. yeah, there's you a know. select few people yeah. <laughs> that I remember their birthdays. Otherwise, I'm like, see you at thirty. Yeah, so that's kind of nice. Or it's nice. I feel like sometimes. I mean, I'm sure employers do this when you're coming on an interview and they like look at your Facebook, but it's kind of nice to like be able to look at, like for mine when we did like clinical rotations we were given the name of like the person we were going to be like underneath and so it was nice to be able to see like where did they go to school like how long have they been practicing because a lot of people oh, put that like yeah. on their facebook just so you kind of get an idea of who the person is or like what they like to do for hobbies you know mm-hmm. kind of thing so you have some talking points other than 
That's just cool. going in blind. I remember they did that with my cousins when they were getting their college roommate assignments. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know that that technology was like as prevalent. That was no, I do not think so. I don't think <laughs> no, I don't think I looked up my college roommates. But yeah, I think Facebook was just getting popular. I think my first, like the first couple posts I have are from 2007, which was like senior year, junior, senior year. Yeah, because for. A, for a while when it first started wasn't it only for college you it was only allowed for college See, kids some people remember that i have no recollection recollection of that i think that's how it started out so we wouldn't have been that interested in the first place because we couldn't have been on it i mean yeah. we could have lied but knowing you and me who lies on the internet no one who lies on the internet but yeah okay so lying on social media let's go into that because I feel like even if you're not purposely trying to like put on a facade, mm-hmm. everyone pretty you much, yeah, you 100% curate. Yeah, like I, what was the last picture that I posted? Let me look at my personal account. I think mine was bread, because <laughs> that was last week. That was good. Um, <laughs> it's kind of been my post as of late. Bread. Uh, my last post on actual, like my. Feed, I guess you would say. Are we on Instagram or Facebook? Instagram. Okay, yes. My last picture was November 25th. Wow, okay. We're in February of 2020. All right, so, all right. Yeah, and it was the 10-year challenge. Oh, yeah, I had a picture yeah, of Bud see, and I from that. 2009 <laughs> and a picture of Bud, Callie, and I from 2019. That was cute. I remember that. Yeah, that was my last post. And my last one before that was Halloween. The one before that was September. Like, I post, like, once a month, maybe. Yeah, I and definitely... intentionally. I post stories all the time. Yeah, yeah, I love watching your stories. Because I feel like that's more relatable, and I'm so much more likely to click through stories than I am to scroll through my feed. Because you can just, like, mindlessly, like, watch things uh-huh. on stories versus, like, I'm done scrolling after, like, five. Yeah. Because some of it's, like, ads from companies. I feel like every other oh, thing you scroll is down is now an ad, and so I'm like... And I don't care. I would follow them if I want to know what their product is. Targeted right to you. And they make me buy all the things. I don't have the willpower to just keep scrolling, especially when it comes to shit for Callie. (laughs) Like, like, here's all the baby things. Yeah. I'm much more likely to buy something for her than I am to buy something for myself. Oh, yeah. Like, I 100% got suckered in today. What did you buy? A baseball cap for her. What's on it, though? It's a pink hat with a little rainbow. It's from oh, Spearmint Love. Cute. If you haven't checked it out, it's a super cute store for babies. I also have a hat for Caroline's baby coming. Very nice. Yeah. You know what you should get that I saw actually on, mm-hmm. I think it's, no, it's Instagram. Uh, the, I watched the Baby Peanut commercial. Baby you Mr. Did. Peanut. Mm-hmm. And they have a Baby Mr. Peanut onesie. Oh my God. Of course they do. <laughs> and I actually, think they have a baseball hat with the Baby Pe- Mr. Peanut on it. That's funny. Uh, my goal this week is to introduce peanut butter. Which I have been dreading. Not so much because I think she'll be allergic. I'm pretty sure she'll be fine. But I feel like that's just like a major mom fear of, is my kid going to go into anaphylactic shock? I mean, I would, that's a pretty I? big fear. Yes. Yeah. Like, who am I? Am I the parent that's like, get in the car, let's go? Or am I the parent that freezes? And like freaks out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because it could really go either way. I feel like 99% of the time I'm the person that freezes. But I, feel I haven't like- been in that situation with her yet. Honestly, I feel like if you were by yourself, like if it was you and her, 
you'd be like, we're getting in the car and going. Mm-hmm. But like, if it was like you and Bud and like Tucker running around and Maisie like jumping all over the place, like then the freak out, might, yeah, the freeze freak out might happen. Yeah, I did have an instance <laughs> with her pretty early on. I want to say she was like two months old, and it was because of my nipple issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally, I was like just packing her into the car about to mm-hmm. to go on a like a girl's lunch I had a friend coming down from Oregon and we were all meeting in the city for lunch Mm -hmm. and I was like about to put her in the car and she erped up blood oh and it was like a chunk Ooh, and so that's scary I panicked yeah and I called my mom and then I called the advice nurse Mm -hmm. right away and I had told them about like what was happening with me and they're like, you know, why would that happen? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah, you like, tell me. Oh, You're she, the advice nurse. Yeah, it's like, all she's been having is breast milk. But, like, I've been having some really tough times. And, you know, I, like, my nipples are definitely cracked and bleeding. And they're like, oh, well, she she could have just drank a blood clot of yours. Ooh. And I was like, <laughs> you mean a blood clot just got sucked? Oh, God. Like, <laughs> um, she well, was fun to think about. 100% fine. <laughs> yeah, she was good. Uh, that was the only time it happened. We did not go to lunch. <laughs> I mean, after I that. Like, I was like, guys, she's coughing up blood. Like, I don't know what's happening. And, yeah, um, she was good. Thankfully, my friend did stop by here on her way back down to San Jose. But it was just, I was like, I was really looking forward to it. But also, like, I have to put my kid's best interest in I mind. mean, yeah, I especially don't if happening. you don't, yeah, if you don't know what it's from. Like, at least if you feed her peanut butter and she has a reaction, you're like, okay, okay A plus B, yeah. yeah. But, like, that, it's like, what? What? Yeah. Where did this come from? Are you okay? Mm-hmm. So, crazy. Well, that'll be exciting. That did not go on social media, but I do have a picture of the blood clot. Oh, good. <laughs> nice herb-filled, uh, yeah. Very nice. Well, mm-hmm. Depending on which direction the peanut butter goes <laughs> in. Oh, my God. Maisie is, like, Maisie wiling is out over digging. here. She's yeah. Louise. Um, but, yeah, that could be one of your posts. Yeah. She's not allergic to peanut butter. Woo-hoo! That's what we're hoping for. Yeah. So then, okay, what? how do you pick what you're going to post about? Like, make an actual post, not just put on your story. I don't know. It, for me, it happens so infrequently. I think... For my birthday, we went to the zoo, and there was a picture that I loved of the three of us. Mm-hmm. And I think that was kind of our first family photo, and it just made me so happy. I was like, oh, I can't help but share this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Halloween, obviously, it was for her first oh, Halloween. Oh, yeah. I didn't share a picture of her for Thanksgiving. I don't know why. She Mm-mm. had a cute one, too. She had just gotten teeth. Um, didn't share one of her for Christmas, clearly, since I haven't posted since November. You had some story stuff for Christmas, I think. Yeah, I definitely yeah. had story stuff, but I don't know. Like, I had great photos that I could have posted of her on Christmas, and I just didn't. Not for any particular reason, but. I mean, you got a lot of other things to think about other than yeah, posting I think her pictures. that's <laughs> the thing. I take a million pictures of her. Like, there's not a day that goes by that I don't take a photo. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't always think about posting. So then, outside of pictures of Callie, when you... I mean, I guess we should think pre-Cali at this point. Yeah. How did you pick pictures to post before that? I don't know. I think it was probably just whatever was, like, happening currently and, like, near and dear to my heart. Mm -hmm. Um, I I genuinely can't even remember. Because, like, what is the last post you have 
The last post that I have. That is before Callie pictures. So Callie was born 10 days after our second wedding anniversary. Okay. So I had like an anniversary post of some maternity photos and a wedding photo. And I think that was how I shared my maternity photos. Okay. Was kind of like like hidden in there. Mm-hmm. Like my first photo was wedding, and then the last three were maternity. So it wasn't like in your face. Hey, here's my huge belly. Yeah, but I still loved them and wanted to share them. Um, and then before that was when I visited my girlfriend in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and so that's just like a big happy thing. And before that, Valentine's Day, like so kind of like first big event, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, clearly Callie's first uh, Christmas wasn't wasn't up there if if i look at my feed right now and i see the last 12 photos that i've taken mm-hmm. the last photo or like the first photo of that 12 mm-hmm. was my birthday two years ago wow, i posted you post very photos. infrequently yeah in two okay. years two and a half years basically okay and i've had a baby for nine months and I that's mean, still how much i posted but then, I mean, I feel like there's the other end of the spectrum where there's people who, like, post, like, 50 baby pictures a day. So. Yeah. I don't know. Part of me appreciates that when it's people that I don't get to see very often. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I feel yeah. like that's my way of catching up with them. Mm-hmm. I don't hate it. I do love I love a story. Yeah. I think I'm I like those better on stories. Yeah. I, th- I think that's why TikTok's as big as it is. All things leave it back to TikTok. <laughs> but it, like, that's the same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then switching over to Facebook. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you posted on Facebook? I don't mm. even know the last time I've actually I don't posted know. on Facebook. I literally don't post on Facebook. I just scroll through all the things on Facebook. Absolutely. Like all the videos, all the. Let me check. Yeah. That's 100% me. And I go on Facebook at least once a day to clear that annoying ass. Oh, the little, little red, red dot. notification. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I was like, oh, this is recent. No, I didn't post that. I got tagged in it. Tagged, tagged. Oh, yeah, I get tagged, tagged in a lot of stuff. Bud's mom tags me in a lot. <laughs> hey, Dad. Um, <laughs> yeah. The posts that I do on Instagram, I share on Facebook. Okay. I get tagged in a bunch of stuff. I haven't posted myself in a very long time. I'm still scrolling. Yeah. I like reposted a picture for that I like was just reposting something else, but like the last actual post I made was like May of last year, and that was just because I graduated, which is awesome. <laughs> oh, September fifteenth, twenty nineteen. I shared a story from Scary Mom. It says thirteen rules when it comes to visiting babies, because until I was a mom, I was totally that person that was like. I just need you to know how much I love you. So obviously I'm going to come and visit you on the day that you're delivering your baby, which now I'm like, I will see you later and I will bring food. Yeah. I'll bring food. What do you need? Yeah. (laughs) Your baby has a ton of stuff. What do you need? Well, and especially with the flu and like you don't realize how many, like there's so much more that goes into it. I remember I was like very newly pregnant when my first cousin had her daughter. Uh Uh-huh. And I love her and we're close. And so I was like, obviously, like, I have to come and see you. And she looked awesome. But ever since her, I'm like, I'm not doing that to somebody else. Yeah. You know, like, knowing you know what, what I know is, now. Yeah, on I'm the like, other end. no, thank you. Oh, man. Not doing it. No, so, yeah. I feel that. So then, okay. So 
you don't post very frequently. No, not at all. You just kind of do the story thing. Mm-hmm. Do you think you could ever give up social media completely? No. Why? I don't know. Like, I feel like that's my that's my downtime. That's like my turn off my brain. I'm gonna scroll. Like every once in a while, I'll get into like a funky, shitty mood, mm-hmm. and Bud's like, "What do you need?" And I was like, "I just need veg." And I'll gen like I will honestly just sit there and scroll. Yeah. And it shuts off my brain and I'm not thinking about other things. And I'm just kind of mind numbingly scrolling through social media and it mm-hmm. it makes me feel better. <laughs> I don't know why. There you go. Okay. Yeah. So it's either that or I wander the aisles of home goods, which is not helpful to our bank account. Yeah. So I mean, of the two, this is my cheaper option. Yeah, exactly. Um yeah, it just it helps me unwind. I feel connected to people that I don't see. <laughs> like that's how when my mom my mom's like, Oh, how's this person doing? I'm like, Oh, you know, yeah. I just bought a house. <laughs> when was the last time I talked to that oh, person yeah. in real life? Long ago. I think a lot of people do that just to like keep yeah, just like what, what is that what is everyone doing kind of thing. Yeah. But I was talking to Michelle today about mm-hmm. her and her husband don't do social media like that ever like they have the account set up i think i set up michelle's instagram account because i was like you need to have one of these i don't think she's ever posted anything in her life she doesn't go on it and then same thing with her husband like they just don't like never even when we were in college like she just never used it and so i was asking her i was like how is it that you are just like totally don't feel like you're missing out on anything or like you just don't like I want to send you things but I can't because you're not on social media like you want to check your social media and she was saying you know one of the things is she still has a very large group of friends yeah and they see each other very frequently and if Mm -hmm. not all of them get together she sees at least one of them and so the one person fills her in on whatever and she I asked her I was like well what if you don't like see them for a while and she's like well with us you know if one person has something like that they normally would have post they send it to us in a text so i'm gonna find out regardless so mm-hmm. like one of her friends just got a new puppy and sent her like pictures of the puppy so instead of like her having to check social media for yeah. the post of the puppy it was just sent to her so she really doesn't have to go on that like her friends are like courteous enough to like send the updates via text still which is really nice and that's great so she doesn't feel like that's a reason why she has to go on and Mm -hmm. then she says because she like we were talking about earlier like just very busy Mm -hmm. and so that's she just doesn't even go there because she thinks it's gonna be like one more thing she feels like she has to like participate yeah like participate in or add to the schedule um i wonder if it makes her feel like she has more free time that's yeah that's because I i haven't read a book in so long. <laughs> yeah. And I like books. I enjoy them, mm-hmm. but that's not how I spend my time. Maybe yeah. I should cut out social media one day a week and read a book. Start start with like one day a week. Yeah. Don't go crazy. Yeah. I do have to say I went to a thing in college with a friend and it was called a digital detox. Oh, uh-huh. I've been to one of those. It's weird. It's fun, though. I like them. It was. So, obviously, I was still with Bud, and she was single, and it was one of those things where you, like, check your phone at the mm-hmm. door. The amount of, like, anxiety that that gave <laughs> When you, me, like, leave it there. Yeah. Like, <gasps> I'm like, nobody's going to steal this. We're in San Francisco. Like, 
like I'm sure I'm getting it back on the way out. Everything <laughs> yeah, is like, on there. Can I take a picture of you that's taking my phone? Will you sign this? Like, yeah, it was a really weird, and I get it, and I appreciate it, and I don't mind it, but at the same time, it makes you think because of that emotional reaction that you have to physically walking away from it. You're like, whoa. Yeah. This is a lot. I think it was great. We, like, talked to people, yeah. and, and that was fun. It was very different, yeah. but it was just like, huh. What okay. did they? What did they have for you to do at your digital detox? I definitely – I remember getting a caricature drawn. Okay. That's fun. Um, I don't remember anything else. <laughs> you were just so worried about getting the phone back that you're no. like, ah. Yeah, I just – I don't remember anything – else i remember it being a dark room <laughs> like this music and dancing very, now that doesn't sound good at all good no i'm pretty sure there was like music and dancing in a bar okay. and like it was fine yeah. i don't remember like panicking or anything but i do have to say having my apple watch so that i get notifications <laughs> as they come in it brings me great joy oh yeah i'm sure yeah, I, I, for a long time, I was like, I don't need it. It's fine. And then Bug got it for me for my birthday. No, and I'm like, back. I'm like, this is the best thing ever. I can set timers when I'm pumping. Hmm. I set timers now that we're sleep training Callie. Yeah. Like, I don't have to check my phone. If somebody calls me and my phone is in the diaper bag, you I can answer your watch. watch. Yeah. Like, it's made my life easier. Yeah. I think that's why I was like, no, no. Like, I turned the notifications off on my Garmin, like, because I was like, Oh, like I'd be on a run and like it'd be like someone is calling you. But like it was when I used to run with my phone like in the little pouch on my back. Oh, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, it stresses me out because like I can't get to my phone in time and I'm like uh. out of breath. And I'm like, and then, yeah, we had, to, you know, then it was just like all my text messages were coming up and I'm like working with a patient. and I'm like, don't read my watch, please. Like, don't look at that. <laughs> don't worry. So awkward. Yeah. So, I, yeah. But I went to a digital detox at Outside Lands. Which was, yeah. I don't know how many years ago this was, but it was super fun because now you're like out in the like park. In the nature. There's like trees everywhere. They had like these cool like tents set up. And I just remember like they had a table where you could just color. Mm-hmm. Nothing for you to color, just paper and crayons and you can color. Oh. Um, they had a typewriter. You could like type out a, like a love note or something. Uh Cute. They kind of had it set up, so it was like, these are all the things that used to be before cell phones. Yeah. So that was kind of fun. Yeah, they had, like, a stack of books that some people were reading. Um, That's cool. So it was kind of fun because it was, like, I don't know, feel, being out in nature, I think, kind of made it seem more like, oh, I'm really detoxing because <laughs> <Getting back to laughs> I'm getting fresh air. I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't really fresh air. It all smelled like marijuana there, but, you know, <laughs> fresher air. Um, but, yeah, I... I like that idea of one day a week. Yeah. Just not even checking. And I am the kind of person where if we went camping and I didn't have cell service, I'd be fine. Yeah. I think as long as I was with my people. Oh, yeah. Like, if my mom was there. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, if my mom and bud were there, I'd be good. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't feel the need to check my phone Mm -hmm. as much. Because I'm like, oh, okay, all the, like, important people are here, which obviously it would be more than just bud and my mom. But, like... (laughs) In general. The immediate, yeah. <laughs> I need them now kind of people. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I th- I think I do that a lot more when we're at, like, parties and stuff or even mm-hmm. just, like, family gatherings. I don't bring my phone with me. Mm-hmm. I'll just, like, leave it in the diaper bag and yeah. let it be until something happens and I feel like I need to take a picture and then I have to go back and get it. <laughs> and then it's, like, 15 texts from somebody yeah. and now you're trying to respond to all of them. Yeah. I'm not that popular. 
I don't have that many text messages generally. It's always like, oh, notification. Oh, credit card notification. Oh, Spotify charged you. Like all these oh, great. things. They're like, yeah, all this um, money I'm losing is my phone's in the back. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, good and bad. Yeah. Pros and cons. Okay. So we couldn't give up social media completely. No. But if you had to just pick one social media platform, which one would you choose? I'm so torn. Because I love Instagram, Mm -hmm. and I really enjoy it, but Facebook has my groups. True. And it has the videos. (laughs) Yeah. I I love, like, honestly, that's, like, one of the things that I do to unwind. Like, I'll get into bed at night, and I'll show Bud, and I'll be like, oh, check out all these really funny videos. (laughs) Does he not find them funny like Eric doesn't find them funny? (laughs) Oh, no. He totally finds them funny. We'll sit there and watch them. And then now we've got the TV in our room that has a smart TV, so we'll pull up, like, fail army videos on YouTube. Uh (laughs) There's nothing better at the end of the day than watching other people, like, fall. (laughs) That sounds terrible. But, like, if you've just had, like, a shit day, you're just like, oh, that's so funny. You're like, this is exactly how I feel. What is happening to you is how I I feel on the inside. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would be super torn between the two. Does Pinterest count as social media? Ooh. I don't know. Because I don't know. I don't, know I don't actively post. Yeah, yeah, and no. you don't really, like, interact. You just look things up. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like a... If I was more of an adult, I'd be like, I couldn't live without LinkedIn. Oh, <laughs> I... But I... No, don't use that. No. I have it. Yeah. Same thing There's with the Twitter. I have it. But don't use it. I had to get Twitter for a botany class in college. Very so, random thing to get a Twitter account for. Yeah. Because you have to, like, tweet about plants. No. What? I don't remember. I think he gave us information through it. I don't oh, know how. Okay. Why? Maybe he just wanted followers. I don't know. <laughs> a very weird. clever way. Sneaky. Interesting. Yeah. I'd be very torn between Facebook and Instagram. I think, ultimately, I would have to pick Facebook because it has more of the things. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, so we kind of talked about, I mean, you put Callie on your social media. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you, f- I mean, she's very far from this potentially happening, but when do you think it's okay for kids to have their own social media? Like, I feel like account? that's changing so drastically, even between when we got cell phones and when, like, more recent generations got cell phones. Yeah. Because for us, I did not get a cell phone until I was a freshman in high school. Mm-hmm. And that was fine for us because I think it was so new. Yeah. Like, cell phones didn't have all the things that they have now. Um, our niece has one of those, like, fancy watches where she can call three people on it. Oh, and I've never seen those. Yeah, it has. Is it just for kids? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's got, like, GPS, so her mom can know where she is, uh-huh. and then it can call three people. And I think her mom can change who those three people are, but she can only call three. Okay. Um, Which I think is great. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like she needs a phone if she has that. Yeah. I think they have iPads. Okay, or so like, then... What is that? The Amazon Kindle Fire? What is that thing? I don't know. I don't they know. have something like that too. Okay. So they have a tablet of some sort. Yeah, so they have a tablet. <coughs> I don't know. I think I think it's going to be really hard. I do feel like it's going to be convenient for them to have their own device. Obviously, it would probably not be as expensive. Mm-hmm. 
I've seen the ones I think Amazon ha- like has built in giant bumper guards. Yeah. Specifically knowing there are four children and they will be dropped. Oh yeah. I don't know. I've heard a lot of good things about um, ABC Mouse, which is a kids. I think it's like a subscription base. I think mm-hmm. it's like a monthly thing, but it really helps them learn without knowing they're learning. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my cousin said she put it off for a long time. Her daughter's three, three or four. She was like, I put it off for a long time. Didn't want to do it. Did it, and she had her ABCs down within like days. Mm-hmm. Like like drawing them down. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I think that's expected now before in kindergarten. So yeah. if that gives them a leg up and helps them and you're not pulling teeth, but that's also not social media technically. That's just technology. I don't know. Social media is going to be hard. I feel like we're going to have to get there with her first like, and what see if, how things change. So like what if she got to like, I don't know, say like third grade and some of her other friends had like instagram accounts absolutely not (laughs) what are they eight in third grade (laughs) yeah no (laughs) for no reason do you need any sort of social media at freaking eight (laughs) no okay what if they're now in like seventh grade seventh grade i would be borderline i would monitor the accounts okay like i feel like that's hard though people say that they're like i monitor it and it's like you don't know what the what they're doing yeah Ugh, I know. Yeah. She still can't talk. She's barely crawling. I'm like, ugh. Just, you know, because I, it, that's the thing is like, I mean, I don't have kids. And I, I see some people that do have accounts for their kids. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, pretty little. But it's, they post like funny little videos of them like doing yeah. stuff and like the iPad's like up close to their face and they're recording. So like those kind of things. But it's like, what if then they just keep keep that going till they're in like high school and now they're posting who knows what yeah you i know. don't want them to i wouldn't want her to get too comfortable posting things and just making it be normal because it's not normal yeah um or maybe it's getting normal Fuck. well and then there's the whole thing with like people following you like mm-hmm. you know it's like I never really add anyone if I don't know who they are. Yeah. Like if it's these like my random accounts public. Mine's I don't have it set to private. I set mine to private. So I did that for a long time because I was having like photography stuff on there for a little while. Mm, that makes and sense. And I was like, I don't want to limit who can see yeah, this. Yeah, who can see this. Uh, but maybe I should change that now. I don't know because I have a personal or like I have a professional account too. Yeah, because like now it's all like. I feel like it's all about the likes and how many comments you can get and how many, like, followers you have. So then I heard they were talking about taking out the like feature. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I like that. Cause sometimes I don't want to comment, but I'm like, just want you to know. Yeah. I like your pick. <laughs> I don't know if they're doing it to, like, mess with businesses. Because mm. I feel like it's a huge thing for businesses now. Like, that is such a large platform oh, yeah. for getting and gaining a following. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know how it would be quantifiable who's watching your stuff. Like, just by followers. I don't feel like that's good enough. So maybe they're not. I don't know. Maybe it was just a rumor. I feel like that would make it really difficult. Yeah. That. hmm, Interesting. I have heard about, um, I'm not going to remember the name of this company properly. Uh, Family Album? Never heard of them. 
So one of the other podcasts I listened to was advertising for it, and I think it's one of those things where it's literally like a digital family album. So say I take a silly video of Callie and I share it. Mm -hmm. Whoever is linked to that family album, whether it be like my grandparents, my mom, Bud's mom, his dad, like yeah, everybody can get it, which is probably better because then I don't have to send it in four (laughs) different text messages. That's helpful. Um, but I would be much more inclined to let her use something like that, where I know she's sending it. To who she's sending it to. Yeah, 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 and then we can kind of control it on that end, but you know how kids are, and yeah. that's not going to be good enough for her when she gets to that age. That's very true. But when she's little. Yeah. <laughs> when she's little, and I still have something You're in charge of the pictures that are posted over when she's yeah. little. She's doing this thing now where she, like, grits her teeth <coughs> and, like, clenches her fists and stiff body. She's really angry. <laughs> yeah. And she did that earlier today. She's and Bud and I look at each other and we're like, we're in for it. Oh, yeah. Like, if this is her little bit of attitude <laughs> now, it's going to be a sassy It's her dance. being like, I want a puff. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, good <laughs> lord. Until she can talk. <sighs> oh, man. We're going to have some conversations, though, because that's not a thing. <laughs> no. That's not how not. we get our way. No, no, no. Definitely not. But... That's like, it's really cute, but it's also making me nervous. And also, I'm pretty sure that's what I was like as a kid. Oh, God. I'm 100% blaming this. This is payback for how he was when he was little. All your fault. Let him him do the disciplining with those. Mm -mm. (laughs) No way. (laughs) Team effort. Oh, boy. Also, while we're switching topics, uh, we'll take a little break to talk about the drink that we're having for this episode. I I didn't include the drink in the (laughs) intro. That's okay. We are having La, La Marca Prosecco. I will take your pronunciation of it because okay. my pronunciations are always off. So I'm sure you guys have seen it in the store. It has like the kind of baby blue label on it. Mm-hmm. It's usually over by like the champagnes. Um, it's delicious. So it's, good. It's uh, very light and crisp. It's really good for like if you're having brunches, you can make mimosas with it. Um, doesn't really give you that... Sometimes, like, the champagnes can give you that kind of headachey. I always get, like, later. I don't. I get, like, prickly bubbles in my belly mm. when I drink champagne. And this doesn't do it. Yeah, this is, like, nice and light. Yeah. They also, I know, so we had the bigger, like, the normal size bottles. But they also saw them in, like, these cute little tiny bottles that, like, miniature yeah. versions that look just like the big one. But those are really cute if you're doing, like, baby shower and it's a that's, boy. That's what my aunts did for my baby shower. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I've seen it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> great idea yeah um or you know just a bridal shower if her colors are blue mm-hmm. very cute it's very cute. cute so check it out Delish. we'll have a pic on our instagram in case you want to know what the bottle looks like to go um try it for yourself yeah, so that's why i'm over here heavy breathing because <laughs> i'm drinking champagne and trying not so to be good. audible on the microphone <laughs> um okay so our next topic kind of I guess you can kind of think of it with social media sometimes. Yeah. But it's imposter syndrome. So I actually looked up, in case people aren't familiar what imposter syndrome is, Mm -hmm. kind of the definition that's been accepted. It's a pattern of behavior where people doubt their accomplishments and have a persistent, often internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. So basically, these are people that have all this evidence of their accomplishments they have the qualifications but no matter what they do they don't feel like they're qualified for what they're doing and that someone's gonna out them yeah i'm like you don't know what you're doing 
<laughs> I feel it. <laughs> and I was like, I have never <laughs> related to something so much in my life as I do this. Like, I feel like this is just, yeah, this is how I feel. But why? I don't, that's the thing, I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I was thinking about it earlier today. Because, like, I feel like at this point in time, since, like, I just graduated from my program, mm-hmm. like, I think it's just the newness of it. Like, because when I was on clinical rotations, like, you get to a new site and you have that, oh, my God. Like, to the patients, I'm the healthcare professional. But to the people that are the healthcare professionals there, they're like, mm, you're a student. So you're in this weird, Ooh. like, middle ground where you're like, okay, I have to pretend like I know what I'm doing, but I do know what I'm doing, but they don't, they seem like they don't really think I know that I know what I'm doing. <laughs> so it's just that, like, in between ground. And I think coming out of that, you kind of still have that mentality of, like, okay, I've done some of this before, but, like, how ready am I to, like, be on my own? Like, this is all me. You know, there's no one to help me out along the way now kind of thing. Do you feel like you would feel differently if you had, like, a job? Yeah. Well. Because mm, then you're in it. You're living it. You're not. Yes and no. Or you're doing it. Because I've talked to some people in my class mm-hmm. that they have jobs and it's like maybe I think it's just like the it's like with any job just transitioning into a new role you're kind of like oh I gotta figure this out kind of thing where they've you know called me after a day and be like "Ah, I had x y and z come in today and uh, this is what I did does this sound right to you like should I have done something differently so we kind of like have to talk it through yeah but like I totally feel like that's what's gonna happen to me the first couple months like I'm just gonna be like like I have the information it's just like remembering it remembering it, it pulling it out putting it together so that it doesn't come out like i'm scrambling to like put something together it comes out in a cohesive like mm. this person actually knows what they're doing kind of thing because yeah. and that's the other scary thing is like i've read some yelp reviews on like different companies that like i've applied for and stuff and there's like it's for the most part they're always really good and like all oh, these people know what they're doing like they're really nice like very helpful but then there's always like that one yelp review and it's always the one that like <laughs> i yeah. only pay attention to and they're like did you know that this place hires new grads and these are people that just are out of school and they don't know what they're doing and like will totally like put someone on blast and i'm just like like i'm terrified <laughs> of that potentially happening because some of these like reviewers put people's names in it they're like do not go see this person because they don't know what they're doing they just got out of school and it's like chances are you've probably been to a lot of other places where people have just gotten out of school that just happened to maybe be like a slip day and now you're calling them out and they're probably gonna feel like wow this is the one person that i was fearing was gonna call me out as a fraud oh my god (laughs) and now i feel like terrifying yeah add another layer of nervousness on that yeah yeah it's really like it's really weird so then I was like okay do other like do other people in other professions feel like this and so I was talking to Eric about it and we were actually listening to a TED talk about it Mm -hmm. um and he was like oh I relate to this so much I'm like how do you relate to this what do you mean like you go to jobs every day and like you kill it like you're running the jobs like the homeowners love you they like come to you before they come to any other person Mm -hmm. like when they want to have direct contact with the company and he's like no like i this is how i feel like on a daily so it's like i'm sure there's tons of people that feel like this that just oh absolutely are like hiding it 
very well. <laughs> I've been at my same job for five years in the field, almost six. It'll actually it's closer to six. Um, and there's times constantly where I'm like, uh, there's new emerging technology. I should mm-hmm. be learning that. Like, what am I living in the dark ages? What am I doing? Like, am I qualified to do anything else? And even looking for like, if I were to look somewhere else, I feel like I would feel so inadequate. Yeah. It's crazy. But then I sit down and I get in the zone and I do what I'm doing and I'm like, no, I picked the right thing. You're like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. It's just, it's, I feel like it's outside sources yes. that make you second guess. True. And that's actually funny because I looked up on, there's some article on the American Psychological Association webpage mm-hmm. and it was like talking about what imposter syndrome was and then it gave like different ways of facing your imposter syndrome. Oh. And so one of them is like talk to a mentor because they, they know your capabilities. Mm-hmm. They know, you know, whether or not – and they're the ones that are going to – you should be worried about telling you, like, you don't know what you're doing because they know best. Yeah. They, they've watched your growth. That's so true. And then recognize your expertise. So that's, mm-hmm. like, what you do. Like, you do it. You realize, I'm good at this. I know mm-hmm. what I'm doing. And it, like, reassures you. Kind yeah. Of. Then there's remember what you can do well. So kind of, I feel like those go hand in hand, kind of. Yeah. Um. Realize that no one is perfect. I feel like this is the biggest one. And this wraps that. right back to social media because mm-hmm. people only post the highlights, the good things, the like, look what I'm doing that's so great. Not, oh, my God, I had the shittiest day of my life. Let yeah. me post about it. Um. Another one is change your thinking. Easier said than done. And talk to someone who can help. Therapy. So we can ask Luke about this. Yeah. And we talk to him if he's encountered people coming in. Yeah, I feel like that's so hard. Yeah. There is, wrapping back around to social media, um, an account that I follow, Mm -hmm. and it's a woman who was in, I don't know what she worked for. She did screen printing, like, T-shirts and stuff, so she did, like, designs for that. Mm -hmm. And she's at least one or two years younger than us. Um, Let me see. I want to make sure that I say her name properly. Um, so the name of her apparel company that she created, she was like done working in corporate America and she started her own thing and it's Daisy LA and it's D A Z E Y. Um, and it's all empowering apparel. And so she had, I don't know if it was like this time last year, but she had like a whole collection that was based around the concept of highlight reel. Mm, where it's that's creative she's so good and like she honestly so she's a photographer she did the set design like all that stuff she has a team that helped her but she designed this beautiful display and then she side by side did all the photos of the photoshopped what it would look like in a catalog and the real photo that wasn't touched (gasps) Ooh, i love that that i love when that happens the whole concept was you know the highlight reel is like the clips and the snippets but hers was highlight reel yeah like the, the real, real deal shit. like yeah. what's actually happening yeah and it was just so impactful and so empowering and i feel like more people need to highlight the real shit and not the super filtered and facetuned and yeah and all of that and i feel like we all get so caught up in it it's time wasted yes like it's wasted worrying and honestly i've only had one interaction with facetune i don't, I don't even have know what facetune is i've never even heard of such a thing so it literally it was a really weird thing so i went to a trade show for my company 
down in LA mm-hmm. and it's called IMATS LA and it's like the International Makeup Artist Trade Show mm-hmm. and it was so cool and I don't know if anybody on here listen or watches Paint Wars so good oh were those the those like body, body paint people that you yes. sent me pictures of oh my god that was super cool yes so on Paint Wars or Body I think it's Paint Wars oh god I, think I don't isn't know. it Body Wars maybe it's Body Wars Anyways, they do body painting, and the okay. judges, they have three judges normally that have been on all the things, and one of them was at this thing, mm-hmm. and I got to take a picture with her. Her name is V. Neal. She did all of the Hunger Games, like, character oh, designs. Wow. She's done a bunch of different stuff, and I was so excited. Yeah. And I got one photo, one chance, at the wrong angle, and oh. I looked like a chipmunk. Oh, that's the worst. And I went back to the booth because the girls had seen me be giddy and, like, oogling her all day. (laughs) And I finally took the chance to be like, hey, can I get a photo? And I went back just defeated because I was like, (laughs) I finally got this photo and I look awful. Yeah. And so one of the girls was like, just send it to me. (laughs) And I was like, huh? And she's like, oh, I'll touch it right up. Just send it to me. And I was like, what voodoo magic Explain are yourself, you working ma'am. on this photo? And she did. And she made it look like there's like a liquify tool where you like pinch this and touch this and you get skinnier and your face oh. is and like she smoothed out my hair. And, and I was like, I'm almost ashamed of this photo because it's <laughs> But I so want to post it. Exactly. It <laughs> yeah. was so fake. But I was like. I got to meet V. Neil. I mean, yeah, because really the whole point is you want to show people, like, look at this cool, awesome person that I met, but you're like, ooh, but I don't like what's standing next to this cool, awesome person. Yeah, a hundred percent. Let me see. I think it's on my, yeah, it's definitely on my Instagram. (laughs) Um, But again, I posted three people, like, other people first. Like, I hit it in there. Yeah. Showing Katie. Oh, I love it. But that's Facetune. Tell me that doesn't look touched up as hell. It I mean, has your like eyes just look glow. different, like <laughs> sizes. Yeah, but yeah, it has like a glow to it. Like you I know, see, it's got like. I just figured you had a makeup trade show, so the makeup you <laughs> you did there. Was my just cheeks like, look still pretty noticeable here. So imagine what they would have been without the touching. Oh boy! I think I was just smiling ear to ear and was so excited that it just was a little ridiculous. But um, yeah, meet your heroes (laughs) and face tune yourself. I mean, I always go back and forth with these things because it's like I would love to be able to like alter and sometimes it's just like one little thing Mm -hmm. that's like off in yeah the way you're standing or like you had your arm down by your side and it's taking at the wrong angle so now your arm looks like it's like gigantic or you know just something weird and but then it's like as much as i want to do that and then post it it's like in my mind i just i see it as Mm -hmm. what it originally was and i'm just like i'm lying this is all a lie like even though it's just one picture but i'm sure people do it all the time which I think it's funny because the accounts that I admire so much more mm-hmm. bring light to those things. That's they true. They make it lighthearted. They're That's trying true. to be like, this happens to everybody. You know, they're not ashamed of it. They rock it. And those are the people you're like, yeah, go you. Yeah. So why not do that ourselves? Oh, yeah. That's true. It's such a hard thing to kind of go back and forth with because you see it, you appreciate it. 
but then taking the chance and doing it yourself mm-hmm. feels like such a different thing oh, and yeah. it's not I feel like that's how I feel with just like like just how I'm getting dressed or like putting on makeup for the day because it's like when I'm when I was down at school when I was working across the bay like I never wore makeup mm-hmm. my hair was usually just in braids and like you know I was wearing whatever uniform I had to or when I was at school I was in like workout clothes and sweats and it was like totally fine like I didn't even think twice about going out looking like that but then I come home <laughs> and I'm like You're I only look like this like we in the comfort in. of my yeah everyone yeah. no one ever leaves this time I mean some people do but for the most part everyone that we went to high school with is still in the vicinity popping up in the aisles at Safeway <sighs> when you least expect it and you're like god why did it have i looked great yesterday it had to be on the day where i look like shit but yeah it's like but then it's one of those things where it's like why does it matter because like i would i would honestly be happier to run into someone that just like was like whatevs this is just how i'm just going to grab milk and maybe that's what they're thinking when they see you (laughs) They're like, like, oh, look at her. Brave. Look how brave she is to go out. Not brave, <laughs> like but like, you know what I mean. Yeah. But like that was like today I was listening to, I think I, I listened to both of them. So I think it was Stassi Schroeder's uh, Straight Up With Stassi's podcast. And she had the Bella Twins on, which I love all those people. They're all in my reality shows. Um, But they were talking about how neither one of the Bella Twins, like, really ever wear makeup, which is weird because every time I see them, obviously on their shows, they're full They're beautiful. Glam. Like, mm-hmm. they have beautiful makeup. Like, they're glammed. But I get it because they're on a show. But right. it's so nice to know that, like, when they're not on the show, they don't <laughs> get glammed up. Oh, totally. And I've seen – and I have to say on their, like, Instagram stories and stuff like that, like, a lot of the times they aren't wearing makeup. Mm-hmm. And they're still, like, absolutely drop-dead gorgeous. But yeah. it's just nice to see, like – it's refreshing. They don't spend their life in glam. Because I feel like Obsessing. a lot of other celebrities that I follow, like, are always posting their glam shots. And I'm like, do they yeah. have, like, a real one? Like, what do you really look like? Mm-hmm. I do have to say, there's a couple celebrities that I absolutely love and follow. And I feel like they do a really good job of both. Uh-huh. Two of which being Hilary Duff. Oh, yeah. She does a really good job. She does a great job between posting real mom photos, Mm -hmm. real life photos, glamour shots. I know she works with nude sticks, so she does do some makeup content. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, she's a down-to-earth human being. Yeah. And the same thing with Kristen Bell. Oh, yes. I feel like 90% of the time, Kristen Bell is highlighting somebody else. That's true. And, you know, something that someone did that was great and Mm -hmm. doing, you know, teacher appreciations. And recently they've been giving out um, their Hello Bello stuff to Mm -hmm. new moms. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that's what social media should be. It should be, like, promoting good and showing what's really out there and the real important things. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. While we're on that topic, I have another – Account that I wanted to bring light to for all the moms. Well, moms. Um, I didn't find this until after I already had Callie, which by that point I knew there was like a huge, huge part of the conversation that was missing in pregnancy. <laughs> like, there's a lot of that different conversations. No that one are talks missing. about. 
Um, so it's an account called Bodily, B-O-D-I-L-Y, and their account is It's Bodily. Hmm. Um, and they have birth, recovery, and breastfeeding products and information. Oh, what kind of birth recovery things do they have highlighted? Oh my god, so many good things. So I had no idea what to expect as far as, you know, post-delivery. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to pull them up because I don't want to get any of this wrong. You want to make sure you guys get the real information. Yes, the real. <laughs> um. So their whole description is babies don't come with instruction manuals. Finally, birth recovery and breastfeeding does. Products you'll want, information you'll need. And they have a really nice, clean way of displaying all the Mm -hmm. things. And one of the last things they did was like, first few weeks of pumping, three things to know. Check your flanges, which if you don't know what a flange is, it is a shield that covers your breast. It is supposed to fit a certain way. Your nipple is supposed to be sucked in and out a certain way. And if it is too big or too small, that bitch hurts. Good to know. Yes. Good to know. Moisturize. No one talks about this. I think I mentioned this (laughs) very briefly. Yes. Moisturize the nips. You have a tiny human going at them 24 hours a day. They're going to get chapped. It's not normal. Yeah. They're going to get chapped. (laughs) I mentioned this last time, I think. Um, lanolin is a very popular thing to be used. I relied on coconut oil because lanolin was a little too thick. And then massaging your breasts. So massaging them before pumping increases milk flow, but can also lessen skin sensitivity and build elasticity. So this is a great, simple Instagram post that just shows up on your feed That's to help nice. give you information in yeah. like a positive way that you wouldn't have otherwise because people don't fucking talk about it. Ooh, question. Yes. Is there anything on that website about physical therapy after hmm. giving birth? Because I that is something that nobody ever talks about, but everybody should be talking about. Absolutely. Um, yeah, no, I don't think that's a thing that most people talk about. I'm not sure if there's anything on here. I'm okay. still looking. Well, while you're looking, public service announcement for if you're pregnant if you're thinking about getting pregnant if you just had a baby physical therapy guys no everyone thinks it's like oh i hurt my ankle playing basketball oh i got my knee replaced no 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 they help with these things too look for a pelvic floor specialist someone that works in pelvic floor or women's health um because if you go beforehand they can help you um kind of help with exercises and stretches that are going to help prepare you for childbirth and like you know let them know what your plan is kind of going along with that um also after you're done having a baby sometimes there's rippage and weird things happen down there and like third degree tears yeah like you, you know hold the hole sometimes it happens sorry to be graphic but it can happen so you know then that's something like people don't talk about and like Mm -hmm. you know some people who haven't you know aren't comfortable with that realm may not want to talk to you about it and may just refer you somewhere else so find the specialists go to them they can help it's you know something that doesn't get talked about but it's like a you know a big deal if you just had a baby it's gonna be sore 
they still have to go to the bathroom and things may happen that you're like whoa this is not how it was before so pt physical therapy look them up the ask ask for pelvic floor or women's health psa yes (laughs) so looking at the website i did not find anything about that i think they it's more informative and Mm -hmm. they've got a couple different kits um that they send one of them being the care for birth box Mm-hmm. which is a gift box that is $100 covering them from hospital to home and it's literally got all the things that I wish somebody gave me because there is like an inflatable donut Maisie's telling me to grab Jamie <laughs> um, mesh underwear a peri bottle which if those of you don't know what a peri bottle is it literally is a spray bottle that cleans you because you can't wipe post delivery Fun things people don't talk about. Mm -hmm. The real. Yes. There's pads. There's nipple pads. There's cozy socks. All the things that no one talks about. Um, And that's 100 bucks on their website. Honestly, that's probably what I would give somebody for a baby shower. And that would be the most helpful thing. I will bring you the cute onesies once your baby is there. But you need (laughs) But you'll need this. It has an inflatable donut. Nobody talked about that. I ended up using... We got Tucker an inflatable, like, cone. Oh, my because God. Because he that? got neutered <gasps> three weeks before we had Callie. And thank God we still had it because I sat on that thing for, like, two weeks. Oh, my god. Because goodness. I couldn't sit down. It's very creative, though, I have to say. Yeah. Good I was you. proud. They also have a breastfeeding kit and a C-section kit. Um, I just, personally, I feel like it was extremely helpful for me. Um, and I think they were definitely worth a shout-out. Oh, very nice. I'm so glad you found them. Yeah. So wrapping up our episode, we always want to end with our weekly what the fuck moment. And yes. ours happened together this time <laughs> while we were watching the most amazing. Well, I won't say the most amazing because Lady Gaga was like, the, you know, she captures my heart. But yes. one of the most amazing Super Bowl halftime shows we've ever seen. If you didn't catch it, look it up. Shakira and Jennifer Lopez are absolutely phenomenal. Phenomenal, stunning. Their costumes were amazing. Their backup dancers were great. Yes. Um, her daughter who performed was like an amazing singer who knew. Well, I mean, I Mark Anthony it. and J-Lo. You kind of just be like, oh, miracle singer. <laughs> Should have guessed. Yeah. But no, so we're sitting there and it's not like we don't know what Shakira and J-Lo look like. But, like, just that reminder of, like, how good they look mm-hmm. and the fact that they're, like, 20 years older than us. Yep. 15 to 20 years older than us. Yep. It's just, you know. Well, and it's one of those things <sighs> that I feel like now, post-Super Bowl, people are like, wow, they look great for their ages. But before that. <laughs> they look great for if they were no. our ages. <laughs> yeah, but just saying, like, they look great. I don't think you have to say, hey, yeah, they look great I don't think it matters for... how old they are. Yeah. It's... I think <laughs> they're looking real good. They're looking great at any age. Doesn't matter. I know. And all the songs that Sheila played. Oh, yeah. It was nostalgic. I was like, oh, it was like going it back. back to, like, middle school, high school, mm-hmm. just going through the things. But, yeah, I think our What the Fuck moment was like, okay, if they we can, can look something. like this, so can we. We got to do something. So Freaking goal again. of 2020. Yes. Look half as good as Jennifer Lopez and Shakira. Hey. By I'm the end of the year. It. So that's our, our what the fuck moment of the week. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so uh, we would like to task all of you listeners with trying to, you know, whether it's social media or, you know, just when you're talking about things with people, try to try to incorporate a little bit more of the real stuff. Don't sugarcoat things. Yeah. If you can, try posting something real that happened that you may not have thought about posting before. Yeah. Just because, you know, there are people out there that will appreciate seeing the real stuff. Absolutely. It may make their day more than you showing how, you know, great your hair looked that day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah. I can share a video of a really cute moment of Callie playing on the floor and Maisie coming over and checking her out and Callie being like, oh, Maisie. And then her hand goes out to touch Maisie and you could basically hear the panic in my voice <laughs> of like, don't touch the rabbit. She will bite you. You are not gentle. I was like, oh, that's so sweet. And like, ah! I think yeah. I think people I feel like that. those are the things that just like live on my phone and I, I smile at, but maybe they need to be shared because other people can relate. I think you should also share the video of your baby as a belly dancer when Shakira was playing. Yes. Because uh, that was the most adorable thing I've ever seen. I do have to say Bud took that video on his phone, so I will not attest to the quality of <laughs> quality of the angle yeah, the lighting. you might be able to make it out yeah you know we'll it's, see. it's all questionable but hey you'll get the general <laughs> gist well mate we hope you guys enjoyed this episode and make sure to tune in to our next episode we are having luke wilkerson who's a friend of ours but is also a marriage and family therapist we're gonna be doing our valentine's day episode for Yay. next week and uh we'll be answering uh or having him answer some questions we won't answer the questions because we're not therapists but he'll be answering some relationship questions so if you have any shoot him over on our instagram yes direct message us yep and we will try to get them to him Um, but otherwise we are so glad you tuned in and we can't wait for you guys to hear our next episode bye bye thanks for tuning in to another episode of i'm already tired Don't forget to take care of yourself mentally, physically, and emotionally. And check back in with us next week on any of your favorite podcasting platforms. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at I'm Already Tired Podcast and on Twitter at underscore I'm Already Tired.